Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 10 of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I appreciate all the support I've had from the beginning up to now. It's been really, really nice to hear the feedback from people and people reaching out to me telling me that they they like the content and have taken bits and pieces from various episodes. In episode 10, I have my best friend GT and him and I discussed the topic of just breathe. Everything will be okay. Just do day by day and you'll make it. That was kind of like the emphasis and the theme on the episode. So we kind of touched base on on how the development of the mindset can change over time, how to develop it, and how to maintain that kind of mindset of just taking it all in, knowing everything will be okay in the end. Uh, when things are tough, it's very hard to do, but it's something that him and I talk about. A lot of great stuff in here. Thank you for listening to this episode. Share with your friends, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Big milestone here. We got episode 10. It's going to be a great one. I appreciate everyone listening to the previous episodes, and I'm really happy to try to keep the consistency with the uploads. And uh, we'll just uh, keep rocking them out with today. Episode 10, I have my best friend all the way from high school, kept in touch throughout the years. And I got my boy GT on. GT. What's up, everybody? Um, it's a pleasure to be on here. And I'm looking forward to it and having fun just getting to talk about some deep topics, deep materials. So let's do it. Yeah, man. Well, uh, let everyone know who may not have met you within the last few years, our, our relationship, how we met, and then uh, where, where we're at now. Okay, yeah. Um. So... I was born and raised here in Georgia, so um, I met Tanner in high school, so we were both freshmen, and we were at Cross of Life Lutheran Church, and we met in youth group, and Tanner came in with another guy in youth group, and, you know, shout out to Daniel. Um, shout out Daniel. So, Daniel, if you hear this, shout out to you. Um but yeah, we just met in youth group and we just kind of, you know, talked a little bit and I guess not even like one of those long things. It's just we immediately clicked. We started having fun, cracking jokes, talking about whatever. And I think it was just like we always talked about anything, everything. We kind of fed off each other's energy and we keep each other in check. So it's not just us, you know, fooling around, which we do fool around a lot, but we're also very serious when we need to, and we keep each other accountable. So, and I think that's very important and yeah. just beyond blessed to say that you're my best friend. And so I just awesome, man. And we, yeah, we've been talking over the years, we keep in touch and just never miss a beat. We always catch up and we always make it and, you know, a priority to catch up and make sure that we know what's going on in each other's lives. So for sure. But yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Like, likewise, man. Uh, and, and on top of that, you know, you, you had in college, a relatively, I'll say rough experience overall, you know, you went through some stuff and, and same here. And we both kind of helped each other, you know, get through that kind of stuff. So definitely, 
definitely been a great bond over the last gosh man what is it nine years now it's just kind of crazy to think but i think it's about 10 years i know that's that's wild oh wow that's wild man well gt tell everyone what the topic is for today what did we decide to talk about so our topic is just breathe and it's basically going into how it's okay to not have everything figured out in life and whatever it may be i think it's an amazing topic and i'm excited to dive into this with you well let's do it man let's start off with uh, the first question i have for you which is what does today's topic mean to you so today's topic when i think of just breathe i think of in life we kind of tend to rush things and we try to you know, do this, that, and we try to be kind of like a do everything, like, well, we can do anything and everything as a person, like a multi-tool, like a Swiss army knife. But, you know, sometimes we just need to, you know, take a step back and be in the present and just acknowledge where we're at and not try to take on too much because I think sometimes you know, people don't breathe, kind of like holding your breath. You try to hold your breath and all that for things. But I think you just breathe and trust in the process or trust different things. You're going to come out on the better and the great end, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Well, what do you think you were talking about the, the rushing and how we try to multitask and do this and that all simultaneously? My question for you is, in a, in a, the grand scheme of that, for people in their 20s, what do you think has produced the biggest impact? We'll start with the positive one uh, for young adults' mindsets. Um, I would say positive-wise, okay, so both positive and negative. I feel like social media has both a positive and negative. So it's kind of how you use social media and all that, which it could be a blessing, could be a curse. It's a dual bladed sword. And it's something that, you know, I think it's really, it's just how you go about it and how you carry yourself with it and responsible on, you know, what you're doing with it. Um, Also just having people you can talk to surround yourself with, people you want to be like or people in the positive you know and if you stay with people in the negative then you could be on the negative side things could start not going your way and it's just not what you would want it to be so yeah yeah well do you think it can change you know the the negative side of social media talk about that a little bit more what do you what do you specifically mean when you talk about that and do you think that is something that can change or is that just from now on going to be a part of you know the negativity that can be associated with young people and the characteristics that social media can bring to others um i think with social media a lot of people try to compare with each other and a lot of people go to social media and they think oh i want to be just like this person oh if i'm not like this person and I'm not doing life right. You know, if I'm not mm-hmm. doing this or that, then why am I doing this or that? And why am I going for this? You know, and I think people don't, you know, like the topic, just breathe and 
look at stuff because everyone's journey is different. And I think also a lot of people go on social media to, I don't know, they put on this fake persona and make people think this and that. And they're not themselves. You know, I think it's something where people should just be yourself, man. Don't don't try to act like someone you're not, because when people find out who the real you is, then they're not going to want that because what they're expecting of you is what you're putting on social media. Right. Well, why would you post the the bad times or bad instances that have gone on in your life? You know, social media has just kind of glorified people's lives and only you're only posting what you're happy about or proud of or whatever. So, you know, for someone who may feel down on themselves or is comparing themselves to others, it's very easy to get in a rabbit hole because all you're seeing is the best of the best of everyone's lives. So you think that everyone's living this, you know, grand scheme or whoever you're comparing yourself to, you know, you're, you're seeing the best of the best. So it's very easy to get down and think that this person has their life figured out when in reality, just like everyone else, it's just a glorified version of what's really going on. Would you would you agree with that, or is that kind no, of no? Absolutely, yeah. So I think it's something that I completely agree with. And social media is really if you if you dig deep into it, it really is. People will post about the good things, and you see some people who lie. You know, they put on that fake face. They're hiding behind a mask, kind of like Halloween. And it's like be yourself. Don't be yeah. someone that you're not. Absolutely, dude. Well, to kind of kind of talk about the mindset of just breathe, you know, telling yourself that everything's going to be okay and you don't need to have everything figured out right now. What was some of the milestones and mindset changes you had to adopt in order to have the just breathe mentality or kind of mantra to you? I think... Uh, me specifically, some people could relate. I didn't turn into the real me. And even before I met you, I just wasn't myself. I kind of put on that fake persona and I tried to act cool, you know, as a lot of people would say. And I would just try to be the big, like the big bad dude or like the cool dude. And I wanted everyone to be my friend. Yeah. And, you know, growing up and that went all the way through middle school and then when I got to high school I was like short I was a little I had some muscle on me but I had a lot of fat on me because I didn't do what I should have you know health wise and also I just wouldn't breathe I'd always try to do every anything and everything but oh let me be here let me do this and that you know because I saw different people doing things that made them who they are and I was like man I'm gonna be anything anyone can be because I thought I was just the end all be all and I think it came when I actually met you, and I thank you very much because you, you'll never know how much you mean to me. And you were just yourself. You didn't care what people thought about you. You were done. And, you know, that's that's a big milestone, like big thing that really – I found my true best friend because middle school was rough, man. I got bullied. Yeah, I was bullied bro. ever since like first grade. So kids are ruthless, dude. Kids are ruthless nowadays. It's crazy. It's it's crazy that social media plays in that. But to go back on what we we're talking about, I'd get bullied, and that's why I was like, oh man, if I'm gonna get bullied, I'm just gonna be the coolest person there is and do this and that. 
and build my resume up and no one's going to have my kind of resume. Then I really started caring about like who the real me is because like seventh grade, man, like it was tough. I was at my probably my all time lowest where I had bad grades. Everyone was starting to like pass me up in baseball, football. Everyone was growing and I wasn't growing. I was a late grower, late bloomer. And I would get rejected from every girl. It felt like no one wanted to be my friend. But I think definitely, like, when I met you, I was like, man, he's 14 and he just does not care (laughs) what people think about him. And I was like... Dude, wow, I didn't know it. that. I didn't know you thought about that about me. That's that's interesting. So, yeah, no, and that's something that I've always admired. And I was like, man, I'm, I don't want to be like Tanner, but I want to be like him. You know, I want to have that mindset. Of, hey, if you like me, you like me. You know, cool. If you don't like me, then so be it. I'm not here to be everybody's friend, nor is everyone going to be my friend. I really admire that about you. And you, you just didn't care. Well, I appreciate it, it. but how'd you switch that mindset though? So was it because you were around me and maybe some other positive influences that helped you kind of realize that it's okay to be yourself and okay to just be in the moment, be yourself, just breathe? Or was there something else in addition to that that compounded the mindset change in order for you to take action to kind of adopt the just breathe mentality? Um. It was definitely on top of having you around. You were like my rock in that. I was like the foundation. And that's one thing that really helped me out. But also it was talking to my guidance counselors or just I would talk to a bunch of other people. And when I say people, I would talk to guidance counselors. I talked to other athletes who were older than me. And I would talk to just certain people around and I would get kind of like, what is life? Like, why do we have to do all this and that? And everyone expects this and that, and I got to be this and that. So, and I think it's something that, you know, after I met you that like really kickstarted it, but I started realizing that when I was myself, I was happy and I could truly be, who I was and I didn't have to worry about, you know, people liking you or not. Cause then I made genuine connections with people and genuine friendships. Yep. And I think that that really helped out and life started getting better. I grew both mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I just became stronger with that. So it was definitely yeah. people being encouraging, having you, in my corner, have my parents, my family, and just not comparing myself to others and just totally having that mindset of, you know what, I'm going to be me. And yep. if you like it, awesome. If you don't, if not, <laughs> then guess what is what that's it right. is. That's right, bro. I, I think that that's all great components for sure. And also part of it that is a difficult portion of it that some people may forget is that a lot of things don't happen overnight. Any change within yourself or if you want to improve anything, that doesn't happen overnight. But especially when it comes to your mentality and changing how your mind is wired, because if you if you wake up every day and you're automatically down on yourself or 
dislike this and this about yourself or feel like you're not good enough and you keep telling yourself and reminding yourself that every day, probably several times every day to, to change that and turn that into a positive weapon instead of using your own mind and head against yourself to switch that and turn it into a positive manner and to not only love yourself, which takes a long time to fully do, but to also have the capability to love others on top of that and to also not stress about everything that's going on when you know, you're internally anxious and all that, that takes so long to do. And it's never going to be perfect. You know, no one who claims to be rich and famous and have everything that they want and claims that life is great. They're not going to always have a great day every single day. Everyone has bad days. Absolutely. And that's part of the process, dude, is being able to um, remind yourself how far you came and and to stop comparing yourself, like you said, a great support system, but also to just breathe and take it one day at a time, man. Don't don't worry about five years, 10 years from now or all that. Just focus one day at a time. Focus on today, right now, what you can do right now. Next day, you're worrying about that day, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Absolutely. GT, I want to talk about something with you. Because, and you don't have to get into all of the details, but just a little brief part of it. Because I think I know what, what your breaking point was when you knew you'd have to make a change for yourself. And I'm talking about in college with you. Would you like to briefly talk about that? Or do you think there is a different point in your time where that was the breaking point for you to make a change for yourself? Um. So if we're talking about the same one, is it kind of being like, realize I got screwed over? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, that one or when you kind of screwed yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's when it you really bad. started to change. That's when you really started to change. Dude, is when, when you made your own mistake and realized, oh, I have to do this myself. Yeah. So um, kind of like a quick backstory on it to build up so that way can, people can really understand it. Because I grew and everything and I was playing baseball and I was one of the best pitchers at my high school. And I got offered to play in college, which was a blessing. Um, and I dropped multiple different offers. And I went to go play baseball at Valparaiso University in northern tip of Indiana. So and especially going from Georgia, that's like 12 plus hours to get there. That was a haul to get there. So and I had academic scholarship and I was like, hey, like everything's going so good for me. Long story short, got there, was on the field. And I was told that students were not allowed to just come on to the baseball field and throw and I was already talking with all the players and we were cool and we were throwing working out at the gym and I was told by one of the coaches like hey like what are you doing here and then said students can't throw and I basically had to walk off the field in front of everybody and that was embarrassing because I had to walk from the first base dugout all the way past third base dugout into the parking lot and drive back to campus and everyone saw me, which was very embarrassing. And I kind of went into like a depression. And I, dude, I was down. Like I lied to everybody. I didn't, I wasn't me. I turned into like this person who I wasn't. And it was kind of sad because I was at an all time high. I was like, man, like I have awesome friends. I have an amazing support system. I'm about to go to college, play, and try to live out my dream. 
and play professional baseball, but then I got told no from from Valparaiso. And Which I still don't understand, no matter how many times you explain it, how they give you a scholarship or invite you to play with the school, and then you get to the school and all that, and then they like kind of kick you off of the team, essentially. They told me that I was offered to come play, and they were like, oh, like we want to hold on to you for later on, just not this year. And in that time, I wasn't able to practice with them. I wasn't able to work out in the facilities, go on the field. I wasn't able to do anything. So, I mean, at that point, I have a year to where I'm in a whole new state. I'm 12 hours away from home and people that I know. I'm in a place where I really don't know a whole lot of people and don't know where to go, what to do. And also in a mental stay like that. I mean, when you talk about being at an all-time high and then just flipping yeah, and going into depression, you talk about mental yeah, where that just beats you up inside. And I let that fester and beat me up. And I turned into the partier because I looked to drinking and partying as like my quote-unquote cure, which is absolutely bad. It was really bad. I was 200 going into my freshman year, and I came home at 250 pounds. You know, the freshman 15. Freshman talk, 15 times yeah, three. Try, <laughs> yeah, try, yeah, exactly. And then add a little bit on for insurance. You know, talk about freshman 50. You and know, well, well, before you you keep going about that, how did how did you eventually, you know, make that change for yourself? So you you're at your all time low. Obviously, you're still continuing to pursue your dream of baseball. You. You went to a different university I and did. played ball and all that. So what what helped you make that change for yourself? When you stopped feeling sorry for yourself, you stopped partying. When did you do that? How did it work? Um, so it was basically I came home and I looked in the mirror and I got suspended. I had underneath financial aid. I wasn't meeting the college requirements and Cause I would always feel sorry for myself. Cause when you hit depression, like, you know, a whole lot can happen. And I kind of, I let that, you know, affect me way too much than I should have. And, you know, I lied to my parents about, Oh yeah, like I'm good for the fall. And then they got the news from Valparaiso college directly. And they were told that, Hey, you know, he suspended six months. He cannot come back this next semester. And if he comes back after that, He's not going to have financial aid. And if he doesn't make the College of Businesses academic requirement of 2.0, then I'm expelled forever from the college. But it really happened when I got home. I looked in the mirror and I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like how I was acting. And I was like, you got to stop. You can't feel sorry for yourself. And I think it was a mental block where... I started thinking, no one's just going to give you everything. You can't just take everything for granted and you can't think that everything's just going to come to you because you want it. And that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And then when they finally hit that and it hits them, it's like, oh, man, like I really have to work hard towards what I want. And and that happened when I looked in the mirror. Literally, I had my shirt off and I looked at myself. I didn't like physically how I looked. I didn't like mentally, emotionally, you know, how I was emotional strength and how I was thinking going about things. So I was like, you know what? You got to stop. You got to stop feeling sorry for yourself and you need to toughen up and you need to be the person that you want to be, but you got to be yourself. 
you got that inner beast inside of you and that inner, that real you has to shine and, you know, break through all those walls, break down like gladiator. And you got to keep your foot on the gas pedal and you just got to work, 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 work. Because guess That's what? Right. It, nothing's free. Nothing's going to just be given to you because you want it. That's and right. I think that's something that I took very serious and worked out, you know, five, six days a week. I ate very healthy. I did not really have a whole lot of junk food and I wasn't really drinking. I cut that out. And I also wanted to keep playing baseball because I lost what I was doing because in high school, that's all I was. You yeah. know, like I thought of myself as, oh, I'm a jock. I'm an athlete. Like, that's who I am. That's the person who I am. And I liked you back then. Come on now. I was just a completely different person. And it was like, you got to do it. You know, like, this that's is right. You. Like, that's right. You are on this earth to do your purpose and do your thing. But you have to step up to the plate and you got to knock it out of the park. You cannot keep thinking, oh, I'm going to take every pitch. I'm going to take this and that. I'm going to just let this happen. And guess what? You know, boom, here it comes. Now you got to go out and you got to grab it. You got to hold on to it for dear life. And you just got to work, work, work to make solid. And then guess what? When the time's right, you're going to be rewarded for your hard work. Well, no matter what it is. GT, if I can stop you there, you know, for some people, the concept of where they're at now and realizing or thinking where they want to be in the future and just like I was saying before, nothing happens overnight, but they want it to happen overnight. They they want to be the new them tomorrow. And they have these yeah. big dreams and aspirations and everything. And sometimes it's so overwhelming to go from point A to B when, you know, you're trying to completely change your mindset and your lifestyle and all of that. So for people that are in that situation and for someone who needs to know that it's okay to not be okay, to just breathe, what would be a, and it's not going to be the same person to person, but I would say, what is a general statement or general advice you give for those who are struggling with that situation and uh, are overwhelmed by the whole process, but, but want to get somewhere? What would you say to them? I would say, just believe you just, just trust in the process, trust in, you know, every little thing and appreciate, like you said earlier, appreciate it day by day because not every day is guaranteed. And for you to wake up and still, you know, chase after what you want to do and to be around, it's a blessing. And I think that's something that once you get to a place where you can truly accept who you are and realize Guess what? Your journey is your journey. Everyone's not going to be the same. Everyone has a life story. Everyone has a life novel. And if you're going to let everybody dictate your life and basically how you're going to go about it, they're then the author and the narrator of your life novel, your life story. But I feel like once you can finally get to the point to where you accept the process and you start working, guess what? You're not letting people tell you or make you live a certain way. Guess what? You're now writing your own life novel and your own book. Everyone's life book and life novel could be in Barnes and Noble or a bookstore. When you can finally start writing your own chapters, that's what changes every different book in a Barnes and Noble bookstore from just another book on the shelf to a New York Times bestseller. And that's something that I think that once you can finally write your own life, that's what makes it beautiful. And something that 
everyone is like, wow, I can learn from this person, accepted it. Just believe, believe in yourself. I promise you're going to come on the better end. I promise no matter how long it takes. I like that. I would also add to that a quick fun fact is 1% better at that certain thing every day and do that every single day. 1.01 and raise that to the power of 365. You're 37.8 times better than what you originally started. So each day, even if you, you know, don't think that you accomplished anything large scale and all that, even if you just got 1% better at something and you do that for a whole year from the beginning to then, you're 37 times better overall, which I just think is something that you can just attribute that to to anything, you know, whether you're trying to get into shape or whether you're trying to, you know, pursue a career or whatever it is, a relationship with yourself and 1% better every day. Do that for 365 days. You'll be almost 38 times better than where you were originally. So just just breathe. Just relax. It's okay to not be okay. It's easier said than done, but once Absolutely. you but but once you truly start believing that and truly start implementing that, the things you worry about don't seem to be so worrisome. You know, the things that used to give you a little bit of joy, you'll realize that they give you significantly more joy now, even the simple things. So uh you got a question for me at the moment, GT? You got you got any questions lined up? Yeah, no, I got I got some good ones for you. Um, Let's see it, baby. Being in our 20s, why do you think these years are key to acknowledging the attitude slash behavior of just breathing? Well, I think, uh, like I've said in previous episodes, the 20s are just a time of pretty much first for a lot of huge milestones. You know, you're probably your first and hopefully last marriage for a lot of people, buying your first home, you know, you're graduating college and you're getting into your first adult job. Um, You possibly will have kids during this decade. There's just a lot of huge milestones. And I think that with all of this stuff that is happening within the 20s decade, it's very easy to be overwhelmed. And it's very hard to look at everything and check all the boxes and feel like you did everything 100% effort all the time. And I think just the motto of just breathe and realizing that everything may not be okay, but guess what? That is completely fine, is something that can really benefit your mindset going forward as you're trying to achieve all these milestones and success and trying to propel yourself further into your career or even just your life in general. You just need to relax because if you're not relaxed now, you know, that's the foundation of who you are that can very easily continue into your 30s, 40s, etc. Like I said before, if you have this mindset of being down on yourself or telling yourself that you're not good enough every single day, then it's very hard to break that habit once you've been doing that from your teens all the way through your 20s and all that, you know? So that's what I would say. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think that, you know, like you said, it's we're also we're out of college. We're starting to like figure out life. 
and we're starting to figure out jobs, where we're going to be, what are we going to do? And like we talked about earlier in the podcast, it's everyone's trying to, oh, like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. You and I, like, we both thought we were going to be doing something, like, at different points. We both were like, we're going to be veterinarians. And then to see, you know, maybe that's not what we want to do or it just isn't, you know, cut out. But then we find something else. And now I'm beyond proud of you because now you want to do PT and you've already got an interview when, you know, it normally takes a month plus to get a response back for an interview. You got one within a week. Like how beautiful is that and how much of a testament that is to when you just breathe, you know, something is going to come out of it. Not every door is shut just because you think every door is shut. Guess what? You never know because you haven't checked every door. Mm -hmm. You've only checked the doors that you're focused on. But when you look to your left and your right, guess what? And all over, there could be so many doors open that you never knew because you wouldn't look around. You had tunnel vision looking straight at that one door. And that's what makes life beautiful is there's so many different things, so many different paths and routes you can go. And I think that people try to rush into one thing and that's what screws them, you know, especially Absolutely. in the 20s, like you said, is the foundation. Absolutely. You got you got anything else lined up there? Hit me with oh, another one. Oh, man. Oh, I got some for you. All right. So are there times where you yourself caught yourself not breathing and mm. you kind of, it felt like almost time paused? Like, where did you catch yourself not breathing you know, maybe you rushed things or you did something different where you then kind of not necessarily regret, but you kind of look back and it's like, you know what? I wish I would have done this or should have done this right. other times like that for you. Yeah. Um, two times specifically, I think they actually are both my, my senior years. The first one is senior year of high school and the other one is senior year of, of college. I would say for, the high school one, I wasn't breathing because, you know, at the time my, my parents were, were recently separated. And even though that they lived only about uh, 10 minutes away from each other and all that, it it was still a lot for me to handle because I was so used to my family being together for 18 years of my life for it to be different than that. Uh, kind of just changed me in a way that I wasn't necessarily not expecting. And so I, I rushed because I was just uncomfortable in the environment I was in. And I didn't really spend my last year at home with my family as much as I should have. Because, uh, you know, unless you move back home with with your family during college or after college or whatever, <clears throat> you know, high school is the the last time you really live with your parents. So for me, I should have prioritized that a little bit more. I really rushed senior year. And then on top of that, I just kind of wanted to get out of Georgia. I didn't appreciate the days I was living, whereas I was just trying to click the fast forward button and just move past all that. And that's not a good way to live, especially when you do that for not even a day or a week, but for months, you know, you're just trying to get to college and all that. I don't know. That was for high school. And then for college, kind of similar uh, in a way of I just I was just working. I was just so focused on trying to 
pretty much just to stay afloat. And, you know, I think a lot of people can attest that it, you'll always want to chase more money. You'll always be like, oh man, I could, I could use some more money in my bank account. And so I had the mindset of, I need more money. I need more money. You know, I need to focus on my grades. I need to focus on classes, which were all important things. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm never going to be satisfied with the money that's in my bank account, then why am I so stressed about it and worried about spending a penny to hang out with my guy friends before I graduate? Because once again, I don't I don't necessarily foresee myself uh, living with any of them again. So, you know, in the moment, it, I just wasn't breathing, man. I was just rushing. I was just trying to do things that I thought were important and what I thought was the proper priorities. But then in reality, looking back, I, I, I wasn't relaxing. I wasn't enjoying the moment, you know, so focused on the future. It's very easy to take the present for granted. And that's something that I'll always live with the rest of my life, you know, always trying to remind myself to appreciate the present and not necessarily worry or think too much about the future. You know, it is important to be financially secure and to think of this happens or that happens and trying to achieve future goals. But it's also very easy to get too sucked into that and then not even realize what you're experiencing right now is what you aspire to be, you know, in years past or a milestone that you wish to accomplish a few years ago, if that makes sense at all. No, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Definitely think I took things for granted and that's why I kind of got a massive punch when I got into college, but I also, I completely agree with you, you know, um, and and I'm glad to see that you've grown from those and to see that now, granted, we might not have everything figured out right now, but boy, I can tell you what, I think you're on an amazing path. Your foundation's really good. I'm honored and like it's a blessing that I get to see you grow and I get to hear about things and I get to be part of your personal life. It's a blessing and I'm just beyond happy that I get to, you know, be here and help you out whenever I can, because I always tell you, I'm a text away, I'm a call away, FaceTime, I, I don't care, like, if I'm doing something, I'm gonna try to get back to you as soon as I absolutely can, because you're in my circle, you know, you, you're family, you're not, you're not just, you know, ah, he's, yeah, he's a friend, like, no, like, that's my brother, we might not be blood, but I'm, that's my ride or die, like, I'll do anything for <clears> him, and that's why I think just breathe is something where I think you've come, you've come far and I'm proud to say Thanks, that man. I've been able to see that and that growth in you. Thanks bro. Like, likewise, man, it's, it's like we said, it's very important to have a, a support system and people that can help you along the way and also to grow with, you know, it's very easy to have someone who, supposedly has it together and then you're stuck at square one and for them to give you advice but to to grow with someone from where you were and to to help the other person out and have that support system but also kind of be in the same boat to relate to each other is it's very important i would say likewise with you my man i i have another question for you if you don't mind well how disciplined have you been with maintaining a healthy mindset 
and to also remind yourself to stay positive and to just breathe? Um, I think ever since like <laughs> that day where I came home and I looked in the mirror, I think ever since that day, I I just accepted it and it was not just in grade but it was not even like like it was almost like a tattoo that you cannot remove you know it was me just accepting where I was and to appreciate every day and to just surround myself with good people and to not try to imitate the wrong stuff and I listened to speakers I listened to people who were positive and I'd always talk with them like you know what why are you so happy like you always have a smile on your face you're always doing this and that for other people and I always would work on myself because if I'm not happy with myself then I can't be happy with I don't even like nothing because that's your life and it feels like the game sims if you're not happy about stuff that's gonna then fall into you acting or thinking or doing things all around and in your life and decisions. And I think that having that discipline and really staying strong to it doesn't affect your decisions that you could regret or affect you to where had you stayed strong and had that discipline, you would have made a different decision. And then years down the road, you'd really thank yourself for staying strong, you know, Life is amazing. I'm above ground. I'm beyond blessed. Like my situation could be so much different and to just enjoy every little good thing and all that. And to also appreciate the bad stuff that happens. Because if you don't have bad things happen to you, then you're living in a fairy tale. And if you look around, I don't don't know a single person who's living like, quote unquote, like the perfect life and the perfect lifestyle. I really don't, because that would mean from birth to when you die, you had everything your way, anything and everything you wanted. Because if you start diving into people's real things, you're going to realize people have stuff happen to them. You Mm -hmm. know, everyone's flawed in their own way. Exactly. And not everyone's going to love you, like you or anything. There's always going to be haters. And I think that when I started staying strong to it, you know, life got better. My mindset, my mentality, my attitude, everything was positive and grew and was better. And I became a better person from it. And I would learn from that. And I was just happy. I was just genuinely happy, you know. Well, and and to add to that, I would say also that instead of it being a chore to have the mindset of, you know, breathing, relaxing, not getting so stressed out in the moment, all that stuff bundled into one. Instead of it being a chore over time, it it turned into part of who I was. Once I was able to fully accept that, realize it, and implement it into my everyday living, it, it went from a chore and something I had to remind myself about into something that is now a part of me. Um, and don't don't get me wrong, there's times when I'm down and I have to kind of pick myself up and whatnot. But overall, once it stopped becoming a chore, dude, my, my mental health and the way I carried myself, thought about myself, the way I thought about others and the way I treated others completely changed. And it wasn't like a a task or something that I forced myself to do. It's It's now a part of me and 
I am much better because of it. So I would just, like I said, 1% better every day turns into, what is it, 38 times better within a year. So just start with it, possibly being a chore, something you have to remind yourself uh, several times throughout the day. And then over time, you quickly realize that it's now a part of you. And and that's that's a sweet part about this, about that kind of portion of your mentality that sticks with you. Well, GT, do you have one more question for me? And then uh, I think we'll probably wrap it up there. But I want to see if you have one more for me or something that you want to bring up before we close it out here. Yeah, so we're going to end off on positive. But I do want to pick your brain with it because we always have deep talks about it. And I kind of gave you a little something on social media. But what is your thoughts on that, especially now because there's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. How do you see it? What is your take? Oh, with <clears throat> with social media, right? Is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Okay. Um, my personal take with social media, that's a, it's a, it's a tough one. I try not to think negatively about it, but I think overall it's cool to keep tabs with people and and to see what other people are doing. Um, but I, I will say that for the most part, I, I personally just think that, as I previously stated, everyone's just posting the best of the best about themselves. And it's very easy to think that oh, this person's got it. You know, this person's got their life together or is experiencing all this fun stuff that I wish I was doing. And and I only say it because when I was uh, really only middle school, once I got in high school, it didn't really matter to me as much, but especially in middle school, because it's those times you're trying to impress everyone and be everyone's friend. I was definitely sucked into that trap of jealousy and not hate towards others that seemed to have it better than me, but kind of like a sour taste at my mouth towards them. And it's just not the right way to to judge someone or go about having a certain viewpoint on, on someone. So I would just say <clears throat> social media is cool. It's good to see what people are doing. Cool to see that some of my friends are traveling the world or have their dream job. And I, I love commenting on them and congratulating them and all that. But I would say just take it with a grain of salt and that's not everyone's life as a whole. You know, it's just a little tiny portion of it. So just just take it take it for what it is. Just take it with a grain of salt and just focus on you. It's cool to see what everyone else is doing, but you know, just do what's best for yourself. Adopt a positive mindset. Surround yourself with positive people or people that will support you and you for who you are, not for who they aspire you to be or someone that they they want you to be, but for who you are as yourself. So that's that's what I'll say. I'll leave it at that. That's true. That's, I love that. You know, I completely it's, agree with you. Because it's easy for, I just feel like it's easy for people to see you the way they want to see you. Amen. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and they they sometimes don't see you for who you actually are. Are. I don't know. It's kind of hard, kind of a hard concept to explain, but. Um, no, I, I completely agree. 
I think it's, you know, you it's you putting on that image of this is who I am. And when you see them in real life and not social media, I think a lot of people would be very surprised to see, oh, that's not who I thought they were going to be. And then you bought into people this and that and you just were like oh I'm gonna be them instead of just breathing and realizing oh hey that's not who they are and I rushed in accepting into things and that's why just breathe I think is very important and I'm glad that you brought me in on this because it's something that's been very important to both you and I and a lot of other people who I'm sure can relate to their own life stuff, their own life stories, their own decisions, events, and everything. And I think that's something that as part of life is just breathe, not just be another person on this earth and existing, but finally when you can just breathe and being at peace, like just breathe, that's when you start not existing and you're living. And that's when life becomes beautiful. That's a huge difference between existing and then, then living for sure. For sure. Well, GT, I think uh, I think we're going to call it there. I'm going to try right. to, by the time I'm editing this, so be down a few minutes or so, but going to try to keep the episodes a little shorter so it's more digestible for the viewers. But I appreciate you getting on this episode. And as always, it's it's great to talk to you and reflect our thoughts on something that's especially important for the two of us, but I think is something that is relatable for everyone no matter what your age but especially for people in their 20s so thank you for coming on man i i really do appreciate it no i thank you for having me it was an absolute honor and blessing i always love talking to you you know that and i'm always going to be here for you and and you know that yes sir likewise my man likewise well guys thank you for listening to another episode of let's talk 20s episode 10 this is tanner signing off till next time peace